from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Nessa McNamara of Little Learners, an innovative childcare and after-school facility spread over three locations, including Drumcondra, specializing in drama, storytelling, and the arts. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Nessa. Nessa, you're absolutely the epitome of the of the person you know that I'd like to entrust my children as a mother of four to from a childcare perspective. You're doing magnificent work at Little Learners pre and after school. Just for our listeners listening in, if you'd just like to share with us maybe where you are and and the service, the nature of the service that you provide. Uh, thanks very much, Elaine, and it's lovely to hear that. Um, it's it's actually very satisfying to hear that because we set out to be what the children and the parents needed as opposed to a business. And we've just been lucky it turned into a business as well. We started 10 years ago um, in Drumcondra. Um, I literally went into the local park and handed out flyers and we started with 22 children. Uh, people liked what we did. It grew and grew. We, we needed another premises. Then to pay for the premises, we had to set up an after school. Um, more people came, we got another premises. So we now have three premises all within walking distance of each other in Drumcondra. And I have to say the people of Drumcondra have been absolutely fabulous and they did actually take us to their heart and supported us in, you know, in all, all our various planning and various crises that we had. We've had lots of adventures. No, I can imagine. Look, the last 10 years, there's been a lot of change, no, no less mm. as well. You know, there's increased legislation and everything else. But look, just we'll going back to the children's side of things, you've got three premises. And how many children do you are entrusted in your care now? on a weekly basis? Well, over the week, we'd have 600 children, which wow. sounds like a tremendous amount. But part of our ethos or our care is that each of these children are in their own little groups. So they um, they have access to all the facilities. Because we're big, we have a dance studio and we have a big story bus and we have a big outside play garden and we have a forest school and things. So the size of the school allows us um, give the children an awful lot of opportunities and yet they stay in little groups with their own teachers. We don't change teachers around. They're very snug and very content and there's a great relationship between the parents and the teachers. Um, so we know our children very well. So um, if somebody had told me 10 years ago that we had 600 children, I'd be horrified and I'd say, oh, that couldn't work. But we've actually made it work and we're delighted with ourselves. And like, I love what you say that, that look, you know, the, having that many children means that you, know, you can have so much facilities, but how you've keep, kept them in their small little tight knit little groups and the continuity then of, you know, their classroom teacher or assistant and that. Um, so look, you've got children from preschool to Montessori down to the after school club. So there's a lot of coordination in there, Nessa. Uh, there absolutely is. And um, we've a fantastic team. I think part of the success is that it grew organically so we were able to take it on whereas honestly if somebody had told me this a few years ago I'd have just gone no that's a nightmare but because each aspect of our business grew um like we do sibling hours in the in the schools now the local schools where we wait for the junior and senior infants we we have a little club in their schools until they're waiting for their older sibling to come and that's proven a great success as well because like parents they can't keep trotting backwards and forwards. Like there are people with a child in preschool, a child in junior infants and a child in second class. And that parent is up and down three times a day. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so little things like that. So we're always there looking at what the parent needs, looking at what the children need. Um, and I think if that's at the heart of everything, um, it makes a business a success. And look, and you know, you said there how you grew organically. And I think for any of our listeners here today, that you know, you know, I suppose when you do set something up, you know, it is a labor of love for a lot of the time as well. But when the growth comes organically and it comes really from within and within the heart, you know, it's amazing what you can achieve. Because as you said, if somebody told you day one in, you know, 10 years time, you'd have 600 children entrusted in your care. Um, that, that's, that seems pretty daunting. But by having all these milestones along the way, you've grown there organically and you've really embraced it. You know, what do you feel, Nessa? Because, you know, you do have a really good, strong team around you and you're a magnificent leader of that team. What do you feel, you know, are the best team attributes maybe and the leadership skills that it's taken to get here? Um, An actual passion for early years. I have a secret way of interviewing people. I bring the people in, we do the interview, that's fine. I may like them, I may not. I look at their CV, I look at all the um, their interests and their hobbies. But the thing, the really telling part is I walk them around the business and I show them the schools. And I feel that if they have the proper passion to work with us, they'll as they walk into the rooms, they go, oh my God, that's magnificent. Or, oh, I love that. Or they, they, they can see what we see. So that's that's our um that's our secret to getting good people and then once you have a few good people they know good people and it just grows and then it's a matter of just minding them and giving them the best terms and conditions Uh, early years is not exactly renowned for huge pay scales and bonuses and things like that but that doesn't mean that there can't be nice things and it doesn't have to be um cranky and cross and i think giving people um a way of sparkling like actually saying what's your passion we'll get on with it what do you need yeah we'll get to those um that's why i think we have so many quirky and uh, individualistic teachers and i know myself having visited you know little learners i felt that passion with a capital p in abundance with every single encounter i had along the way so it's great to see that that's dimming down and i think nessa you yourself as a leader how you've been rewarding and how you've been treating your, your staff as testament i'd like you just to share with your listeners you know a recent celebratory trip that you did to acknowledge the great teamwork of your team i think it's just fantastic well we had whenever we had bad times and we, we did actually run into an awful lot of problems um because we didn't actually set out to be a big place and we you know we were we had planning problems and various things we used to say ah but someday we'll be 10 years old so it became a bit of a rant in the office ah someday we'll be 10 years old and last summer we were 10 years old um and we couldn't do anything because of covid and we've had a really miserable miserable time at covid because we had you know childcare or emergency workers children in it was very very stressful so we always wanted to do something absolutely magnificent so we did we took the whole staff to euro disney for three days and it was absolutely the fun it was just wonderful like literally brought everybody back to their childhood days i say you know but as well as that you know staying true to your word this because you know you promised people that you would do something or you'd celebrate and when it wasn't able to happen you know for obvious reasons you still held true to that and I think that resonates hugely back down to the team and to the devotion and to the passion that's coming through in your in your staff. They they yeah well, I suppose if you're in early years, um, Euro Disney would suit you. Um, maybe if you're <laughs> you know working in some big office somewhere, you might be horrified. But to be honest, you know we got the price. It wasn't it wasn't too expensive. And actually, it's a sad reflection on Ireland. 
it would have cost the same to go to Killarney for a weekend. And I'm mm -hmm. kind of, that's sad for the country, but we, we did very well. Um, and because we booked the flights early and things, we got great prices. And um, it was just wonderful. And it meant everybody could do what they wanted to do. We didn't have to um, organize activities. We just set everybody off and we met each other and as we wandered around and it was great, great spirit. Brilliant. And, and it just shows as well, you know, that doing something out of the box and out of the ordinary can really help to gel a team as well as that, you know, and, and as was their loyalty and everything is so strong with you as well. Nessa, you know, childcare in early years, it's a, it's a difficult industry to operate as a business in because you can be so passionate about it. But actually, there has to be a commercial side to keep your doors open at the same time. How has that worked for you over the last number of years and, and allowed you to grow, bringing the, that real business acumen side? Um, from the business point of view, I did a business course because about three or four years in, I realized that we actually had a success on our hands, but that I didn't have that ability or leadership. And I was easily distracted by new shiny things and um, I, I had to keep an eye on the business. So I did an actual business leadership course and I found it very, very good. Um, and I found it very comforting, actually, because I never took a huge amount of notice of the figures and things, but they were they made me figure out where I was, what it was costing. And and then I was more confident because I could see that the figure was there. It was OK, you know, so mm -hmm. um, I, I would recommend for anybody setting out or it seems like a lot of money to pay, but I got it back in spadefuls. Yeah, and that's a very good thing as well that sometimes when we follow our passion or you know what we're good at you know that could be in a trade or making something it doesn't necessarily mean that you've had that business background or that business grounding and it's so important that you you know we don't have to be the expert in everything but you just need to be aware of things and to have an understanding and look you can very easily employ somebody for other areas be that accounts or other sectors that aren't your forte which will allow you to focus on on your forte Nessa, you know, your industry hasn't been without challenges either. There's a lot of regulation, a lot of red tape and all of that. How have you navigated that landscape? Um, it's very, very difficult to operate at the moment. There are so many rules and regulations. And in theory, of course, you can't be against a rule or they're all for good reason and they come from a good space but it's like being ruled by committee they, they sort of forget that it's children at the heart of it and all the rules are about you know temperatures and water and washing hands and things like things that are very sensible but there's nothing to say is that a little shy child have they come on or is their creativity being grown or how's their resilience and things like that so it's really up to the educators to keep an eye on that and try and work as best you can within the framework but the framework is very very tight and it's killing I, I'm afraid it's killing um the joy it's killing the growth it's killing it's killing the spirit of the child because really to be honest they wouldn't have if children didn't exist they'd have made them um unacceptable or something the the, the, the system doesn't suit children and that's terrible because it's for the children but yet it's something that you've been navigating excellently at Little Learners, Nessa. Um, because, you know, when I was there and to see things like the story bus and children being open, you know, playing so creatively, it's just wonderful to see. And I think this extends much further than the 600 children that you have or that are entrusted in your care. You're doing something really, really special from a CSR perspective. Um, if you'd just like to share with your learners the wonderful project that you have ongoing, which is far from our shores. Well, it, this grew from um, 
the uncle of a, of a child in our school who turned out to be running um, a school, a kindergarten in Ethiopia, a place called Ambo. And we started off by sending out a few bits and pieces, you know, for the school. And one day they sent back pictures that they had drawn and they'd all been allowed to have one coloured pencil each from our box of pencils that we sent out. And I just, I was so sad. Like we were sweeping these things off the floor and throwing them out and the children had them in their bags and we'd paper everywhere and glue and stickers. And these children were allowed one pencil to do a drawing for us. So we decided to take them on. So now we run the ladies mini marathon or we have babysitting nights or anything we do, we do with an aspect and we send out. We have 50 children in school in Ethiopia. And the wonderful thing about school in Ethiopia is if you get international school, it's actually free. You can work, you, you, you're, you're into the educational system, but you have to do an, ex, um, not, I don't know what you call it, an exam. You have to do an assessment to get in. So these children wouldn't have had a hope of getting in, but after spending two years in the, in the little Ambo kindergarten, they do get in. So it's not just we're changing their lives for two years. These children have an opportunity now. There's a few, huge drop-off rate because family circumstances and things but there is a great hope that these children will make their education to the time they're 18 and I mean that's life-changing for the for the child the family the wider family it's just wonderful and to think we can do it for very little it's not even like it's a 10 euro a month and that's that's what keeps them in school so it's fabulous and that's an absolute fantastic thing as well you know for you and for your team to have taken on board making such a difference you know you know as the saying goes teach a man to fish you know, give a man a fish, you know, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, you feed him for life. And that's exactly what you're doing. You're setting so many disadvantaged children up for life. And, you know, there's great kudos to be given back to yourself for taking the initiative to do that, Nessa. It's obvious that you yourself are so, so passionate about children and everything, you know, and I, I've witnessed your storytelling, which I think is absolutely fabulous. And I know that if I'm even half the storyteller that you are to my children at their bedtime, I'd be a very happy, happy mother. Nessa, it's been an absolute privilege talking to you today. I wish you and your team, you know, every single success in your journey at Little Learners, getting over all the obstacles and hurdles along the way, but as well as that, making such a difference in the, the lives of the children that are in your care. So thank you so much for that. Thanks indeed, Elaine. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars program, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.